Welcome to Halo Die Hard's podcast, the Die Hard Stratocast. This is episode three, and I'm addicted to chaos. Joining me tonight are some of my favorite gaming buddies on the planet, EDK, Coaches Coaches, and Big Bad Mike. <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? Doing okay there, Chaos. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Mike, Edie, how are you guys doing? I really good. can't complain. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, how about uh, introducing yourselves? All right. My name's Sean. I've uh, been playing first-person shooters since the time I was a wee lad. And uh, right now I'm trying to make sure that everybody can hear me because now I have a blanket over my head. <laughs> 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 he's right. in he's in podcast timeout. I am in podcast timeout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Edie Gamer Tanks EDK. I'm a little bit sick, so please forgive me for sneezing, coughing, and just sounding terrible. <laughs> uh, my name's Mike. My gamer tag is Big Bad Mike. I'm a member of Clan Clandestined. Uh, you can find me playing first person shooters. I've been playing all the way back since uh, GoldenEye on the N64 first person shooters. Uh, came all the way up through. Uh, you can find me always playing Halo, Battlefield 4, and currently in Destiny. I'm happy to announce I got my 26 finally. It's time to do some raids. Right. Uh, so you can always find me in that world, uh, palling around with these guys most often. Uh, I'll see you online. Right on, right on. So uh, today, we're going to be talking about strategy, personal strategy and stuff, and um, <laughs> just wanted, what's the first game that you really put some time into, and what was it about that game that kept you coming back? Just uh, Was it was it multiplayer, or just any game in general? Any game, any game. Oh, what what was the first game that really sucked you in? Uh, Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. And... I mean, it's not a multiplayer game at all, but the the story and the context and everything about that game, how dark it was, the motifs, everything, I loved it so much. And when I was 10 years old, before the internet really was even as popular as it is now, I beat that game 100% through, which was no easy task. And just to say that, I'm pretty proud of. That was the game I spent the most time in when I was a kid. So what exactly was it that made you kept coming back? Like, what kept drawing you back into that game? Well, my sister and I were uh, new to the Zelda franchise, and I watched her play Ocarina of Time, which is widely considered one of the greatest games of all time. And uh, just watching her play that and the items that she could do, it was an RPG, and it, it, it just looked like a lot of fun. But I played, I watched her play Ocarina so many times that I was like, you know what, I want to do my own thing. And I played Majora's Mask. And whenever Kara and I did anything, my oldest sister, um, we would do things and beat them all the way through. So, and the fact of the matter is, is that Majora's Mask had a lot of content to it, content to it, a lot of extra stuff on the sides. And so that's what pretty much kept coming, making me come back, you know, achievement hunting for personal matters. And just because I loved the story so much that I would replay it over and over again because it was so dark and, I get chill bumps just kind of thinking about it. So it sounds like that one had a lot to it. Mm, yes, absolutely. What about you, Evie? I think the first game that I that I really put some time in was probably Doom Two. Um, I wasn't, you know, much into playing video games. You know, I played some when I was younger with my brothers and sisters and stuff like that. But we got my son Doom Two. 
he had some interest in it. And I just put a lot of time in it playing with him. Um, not sure what I liked about it. You know, it's all just run and shoot, and that's still what I like today. Um, just enjoyed it. Very colorful for the time. The movement was different for the time. The scale of the maps were huge. You could run around, you know, just do all kinds of stuff. And, you know, at one point in time, you know, after a point in time, you could get in there, make your own maps, you know, head map editors. You'd go to make your own content and have fun with that. You could just keep playing it over and over again. And it, it was one of the games that made me motion sick, too, so it was interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like there's some similarities there. The the content that just kept, um, fresh content that just kept giving you more and, you know, between yeah, the... Yeah, there, the there was packs you could buy, you know, a disc. It, it would just have thousands of maps on it. You could just get in there and load them. Like, we'd load a map and say, no, that one's not good. Go to the next one. And just, I think we have five or six discs like that. And like I said, Randy started making his own maps. We made our house, you know, stuff like that. Attic and everything. Yeah. Wow. Go, go up there and wow. kill some imps. There's imps in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, fun. It was a lot of fun. What about you, Mike? What uh, What's the first game that really sucked you into it? Uh, I would have to say this is a close tie between Mario Kart 64, oh, which I, I probably played countless hours with my brother's uh, split screen. That was that was the first taste of, uh, you know, combat against you know each other on a video game system we really came across. And the other one was actually a PC game called Full Throttle by LucasArts. Oh, fantastic game that one was. A kick and rock soundtrack uh, produced by the Gonjackals and uh, a storyline that just was very fun, comedic. Uh, it was mostly a menu manipulation game, kind of problem solving, but the storyline and some of the different tasks and things you had to accomplish made it for a very fun game. We played it over and over and over again. And uh, each time you could go through and, you know, sometimes pick a different way than you went the first time. So it, you know, it, it was a long time ago. This was before DLC and all that. So I mean, we just played it through and through and through again to see how many different ways we could go through and beat it. It was a lot of fun. LucasArts always made a good PC game, I thought. Cool. Well, yeah, one of the, the music, first ones. The music's okay. also awesome in some games. I mean, like the Doom had nine inch nails in it and stuff right, like that. Right. It was oh, real right fun. On. Yeah. Yeah, and this one was a Love nice, you know, metal rock soundtrack for a type yeah. of biker gang. It was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I see. Mine was very different. It was a lot of orchestrated music, not really anything else. Um, one of my first was uh, um, Metroid that I got sucked into. I ended up, I, I would just get all lost in there. That does and not I ended surprise up, me. I, know, I ended up making uh, maps. I ended up making maps that went all over the floor because I hated getting lost so bad in there. <laughs> and I would end up back at, at the ship. Um, and so... Uh, yeah. Anyways, but, um, second, second was Halo for sure. And, um, I started playing Halo before I got online and, and I'd go all through the campaigns and in and out and try to find my ways out of the map and just exploring the whole thing. But, uh, Gears of War also is definitely one of my favorites. The campaign gameplay is second to none. Yeah. Uh, to me, I didn't like the multiplayer. No, online's (laughs) terrible. And I hate, I hate that about games like, you know, getting achievements. I have them all in gear except for the online ones. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I have all the horde ones, but I don't have the online, you know, King of the Hill and stuff like that. I did like horde mode. Horde yeah. mode, I had a lot of fun yeah. in with friends, for sure. <laughs> and entertaining, uh, you know, humorous. I like the humorous aspect of it. Yeah, so today we're going to be, um, like I said, covering um, for, uh, first-person shooter strategy and stuff. 
things we do to get better in our shooters, um, AKA strategy. And, uh, first, first we're going to talk about easy breezy mode. You know, first we'll talk about casual gaming. I mean, really casual gaming. This is where you don't really try at all. You're in kickback mode, just chilling. You're playing a game, you know, vegging out, just enjoying the experience. So I, I wanted to ask you guys, um, are there any games that you've played that you just enjoyed, like, for the journey? Maybe there's a visual aspect or, or something that that was soothing or... If you're talking about, like, any multiplayer game, then that's a big fat no on my part. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying, are there any games that you've ever played that where there wasn't a competitiveness to it? Oh, hmm. You no, know, I would compare. No, I'm uh, sorry. I'm, see, I'm way too either. competitive. Me either. <laughs> and that's what. Then the next question was: Would you be bored in a game with absolutely no challenge? Well, I mean, I, I, I kind of want to list the parameters of what you're trying to talk about. Do you, Do you mean like challenge, as in like what the game environment is for you, or do you mean challenge, as in what other people can give you on the game? Are you just talking? I'm kind of going somewhere with this because I, I actually was kind of hoping that someone would give me a different perspective here because okay. I, I personally have never played a game just for the enjoyment, you know, like for I example, have. Yeah. okay. All right. So, so what, what's a game? Oh, any of the, I like DS games. My favorite game's animal crossing. There's, there's nothing to do in that game. Um, you know, you just run around, plant trees, make your town look better. And it's something that I have put a lot of time into every morning, drinking my coffee, looking for bugs. I mean, it's just a, it's just a silly little game. Well, okay, and it's a waste of time, but I enjoy even, it. Even looking for bugs is a um, it's an accomplishment. You're yeah. you're um, yeah. you've got an objective, you set off on your objective, <laughs> and then you th- discover your bugs, and you've accomplished an objective. And no, no, no. It's, it's that's I, I know exactly you're just making it sound like a military operation. Military so animal like, crossing. So it's not like um you know, it's not like if you're if you're having an experience where you're just like say painting because it, it feels good. I or I'm trying to think of what to explain uh compare it to and I just I'm failing here. But yeah. okay, so so uh, what I'm getting at is like that that you can sit there and draw, you know, drawing apps and I'll do that. Draw Houses, bicycles, that sort of thing. You know, you get yeah, we're just kind of picture. Yeah, yeah, you're just kind of doodling and, and being in the moment. Time. Well, yep, I can waste some time. Video games, by nature, are more interactive terms of entertainment than any others that I can personally think of right now. You know, you watch TV, you read a book, and you go more than that, and you can draw. And but I. In all the games I've played, I just can't sit there and mindlessly play, mainly because either if I'm playing a game, usually I want it, if it, if I'm by myself, I want it to be challenging in a puzzle sense. Or if I'm playing, you know, another game, I want it to be challenging against the people I'm playing against. I, I can't, I mean, when I play a game, I want to be challenged in some way. I, I, I can't think of any game I've ever played where I'm just, clicking the same button over and over again and not really feeling challenged. Well, that's what I'm getting at. I think what makes a game a game is human nature's desire to obtain goals and games provide that. And uh, every game has goals. And, and for some reason it makes that makes it fun. And uh, 
some of the best game um some of the best game modes that are in our first person shooters they'll they'll have aspects that for some reason we find more fun than others you know like the horde mode that we were talking about mm-hmm. so um what what types of goals and accomplishments motivate you personally in first person shooter games anything jump to mind Hmm. Like okay, so so we just talked about fun. We want we want to play for the fun of it, but what makes it fun? I what would, makes it fun for you? Yeah, I I probably say the the whole goals thing. Whenever you've got a challenge, whenever you're being challenged by somebody else, that's really or being challenged by something else, for a matter to say, that's what makes a game fun. Is when you have to think about it and come at it a different way because it stumped you. Or, or maybe you're playing against this other person, you know, in China, and they just kill you, almost three shot you in Halo Three, and you're like, okay, well, obviously I got to do something different. And I, I find that fun more than anything else, more than achievement hunting, more than, more than uh, any anything else is is games that can make you stop, think about it for a little bit before you go back into the same situation. That's How are you going to one-up your fellow man? Yes, <laughs> I am a one-upper. I've got that green mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Edie, um, what exactly do you think makes those Gears of War campaigns fun? The campaign? Like what a, or, or Yeah, like, what makes a Gears of War campaign stand ab- above... Uh, your average first-person shooter campaign. Oh, I, you know, in in Halo, I would say the story. I like the story in Gears. I mean, there's not much there in the first one. You don't really know too much about what's going on. You know, um, I don't know why I enjoy it so much. It's it's like reading a book. I need to see what's going on. I need to know what's going to happen next. It, or like a movie. You know, I just I enjoy them. I need to know what's going on. I like going through them. And most of the time when I'm playing these games, I'm playing with somebody else. And that uh-huh, you know, yeah. adds another level of enjoyment to it. Yeah, Gears has you some know. of the best co-op. Yeah, yeah. And sure. it, it's a, I, I just hate Dom. You know? <laughs> 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 and I always have to play him. <laughs> I always get to play Dom. He's all right in the first one, but in the second one he just starts whining. It's like, oh, goodness. <laughs> but you know you want to see what's going on you need to know these people's stories i read the books you know anything they put out for these games i have and read it's entertainment hmm. well sean i know you go for achievements does anybody <laughs> else go for achievements anybody else like oh okay i thought you were interested I, i'm not so much of an achievement person i'm i'm definitely more of a player versus player person and i always have been and that's where Destiny kind of presents somewhat of a an odd dynamic for myself is that you cannot just play PvP and expect to succeed in that game. <laughs> so I know it kind I, of I, makes I, you go. Yeah, for yeah, the I'm, I'm learning the other wars. side quick. Otherwise, I don't get to upgrade my armor, and everyone else gets to <laughs> stomp me in the crucibles. So I, I am definitely uh, quickly converting. I guess would be a way to put it. <laughs> well, actually, um, I, I really wanted to point this out before I stopped thinking about it is that the whole concept of, of this is that n- now none of y'all have played an MMO, right? That's correct. Um, I've played some, a little World bit, of Warcraft. but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, did you get to the end game of it and like explore everything that they have to offer? No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> because I'm just, I'm just so 
I don't know why I think this is so funny because y'all are talking about this stuff like you have to, they make you play so you can't do straight up PvP. It's like, wow, this sounds just like an MMO. Oh my goodness, Destiny is trying to be an MMO. It just, yeah, I think that's funny how they brought in a new formulaic, formulaic, a new form of game for you, for you guys that, you know, have been playing pvp all this time and then all of a sudden they throw a game that's kind of pvp and kind of mmo at you and it's like you guys have just opened up a new like a new gift and you're like oh wow what is this what does this do I, well not really i mean it's not like we've never played this type of game yeah before. of course but just hearing y'all's reaction and it, it's actually kind of frustrating because it, they're <laughs> forcing us they're forcing us to go play these modes that we don't really like in order to do better in the ones that we do like. Yeah. So, for example, you can go play Battlefield and and just do the grind in matchmaking, which is where you want to be anyway, and and level up your guns. And I've your... never even loaded the campaign of that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do I do play through the campaigns. Um, I did play through the campaign, but um, you know, and and uh, and Call of Duty as well. But then you come to to destiny and you have to go do that other stuff. You know, I had to go, I have to go spend an hour, uh, farming freaking filaments on the moon before I can go do matchmaking. And then while I'm matchmaking, I have to focus on these certain things, you know, before I can level up. If I want to level up. Why do you still play it? Well, um, (laughs) because, because they do dangle the carrot and they do it well, because there's this thing called raid. And I want to play it. And I have to be a 26 to be able to play it. And you can bring six of your friends in there. And they've been sticking us in these measly parties of three to go into story mode. Yeah. And this raid, it sounds so exciting. Damage. Yeah. It sounds As... so exciting. And it's so, and, it, and, you know, speaking of this challenge, I mean, we're talking about strategy. challenge. Yeah. We're talking about strategy. We're talking about working together to figure out a common goal, you know, and it's got all that in there. It's something new and different. And um, I want to see what's like. <laughs> I want in there, man. Yeah open the door i've actually already finished that raid and so since then i have yet to pick up destiny again my roommate and i have been playing the crap the living crap out of hyrule warriors it is so much fun i have no idea what that is Exa- <laughs> I, that's okay it it's not it, it it's, it's a legend of zelda thing but um I, i'm just saying that to say uh you know, that, that dangling that carrot almost seems like a strategy on the, on the, um, on the developer side, because they're trying to keep you guys there for so long. And now I'm, I'm, now I'm kind of realizing why they did this random loot system or the random, uh, ingram thing so that they could keep us there longer. Because to be honest, not most people did what I did was rush through the game and get to the yeah. raid really, really quick. But now yeah. that I've done that, I'm done. I mean, like I haven't picked it up since. And I'm I'm thinking about maybe trading it back in because I really want to get the Master Chief collection and not spend too much money. But uh you know, Yeah, and why would they want that? Yeah, they don't want that. That's the thing. And it that's strategy on their part, but you know, I just mm, I'm I'm ranting. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> It's just... Well, back to the first-person shooters. And, yes. Um. So, what about Kate? Katie? Like, who is Katie important to? Uh, who's Katie? Anybody in here? Yeah, who's Katie? <laughs> Kill death ratio. Oh, oh, oh yeah, KD. Yeah. I thought I you said you. KT. 
I was like, who's Katie? You know, Katie. <laughs> I always do like to uh, stay positive as far as Katie goes in my PvP matches. However, when it comes to things like capture the flag and objective games, I will <laughs> happily sacrifice my Katie to bust some people up and take their flag. Yeah. Ditto. Yep. Agreed. Hi. I just, yeah, <laughs> just always try <laughs> to keep positive. I'm, yeah. I like mine to be positive, and it's hard. You know, because I play with people that are so much better than me, and they bring in better players on the other team. Mm. Uh, but, you know, when Reach come out, I didn't know how to play the game, and I was just a rumble pit every day, dying and dying. <laughs> so, so I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty terrible when I'd never played online before. Um, I got it, I eventually got it up to a .75 by going into Arena all the time with Chaos and a couple other people. Um, so in Halo 4, I have positive KD, and I'd just like for it to stay positive, even if it just stays at 1. So it's it's semi-important. I want to have fun more than worry about my KD, but I like for it to be positive. Hmm. Yeah, me too. I know. I definitely have held myself to a standard um, with KD from the start. Mm. Probably because I was so bad when I started, I got harassed. It right. Just relentlessly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's peer pressure. That's it. I'll play it, it on peer pressure. You know? Yeah, I know. Every single time we join a matchmaking game, you always go look at their KD spread. I'm like, chaos, it doesn't matter. And well, like, yes, well, it does yes, matter it does. because it does matter. And I don't do that because I don't want to lose. I do that because I don't want to get griefed. And when I'm the party leader, I'm in charge of the party. And I'm. And a lot of times we have people with us that um, we have such a wide range of skill. Yes. I don't want to subject my party to people that are twice as good as I am. Especially if I'm at the top of the rung in my party, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna subject my my party to that. It's just ridiculous. We shouldn't even be getting matched up with people like that. Oh, you're a lot right. more thoughtful than I am when it comes Flat to this. But um I've worked long and hard to get positive KD and I uh I don't get it at my teammates' expense and I'm I'm kind of uh uh, I I like well a lot of my kills are obtained running into battle to cover my teammates' backs. Otherwise it might even be higher. I don't know. But uh Yeah. Yeah. I definitely I hold Like Mike was I'm, saying, you know, when when we're just out there shooting, I try to keep it up. But if it's if it's hill or flag, I just run in there like everybody else does. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know. And I hate yeah, those people too. that stand on the outside of the ring and shoot in. You know, if they were you know, and I know that's part of the game. You know, they need to shoot people that are in there so their team can get in there. But there's something you know that's not what they're doing. You know, when they're sitting over a banshee yeah. spawn shooting in, they're not they're not caring. Yeah, like you know, I I love kills. having one or two slayers that know how to stay alive and that will stay back. Yeah. But as long as they're watching what's happening and they're putting themselves in a place and they're positioning themselves on the map where they're doing the best advantage for their team, not the best advantage for their KD. Right. And those are the people you I love having those guys. On. And that's why you always send me an invite, right, Chaos? <laughs> well, you're you're good, but you're not exactly No, you're a t- you're a solid team player. Edie and I were talking about that before everybody hopped on. Um, you know, there's people that are aware of their teammates and they actually care. They care about what's going on around them. They care about their teammates and so they want to be there and be supportive for their teammates and those are the kind of people that I enjoy playing with. Because right. they're they're your brothers in arms, man. You know, and so most of the people that I play with, that's that's what they're like. And, and yeah, I, I really... think most of us are are team players. You know, yeah, call outs, and I try to tell people what's going on, what I think's going on, what's going on on my end of the map. Yeah, you know, so everybody knows what's going on. I like being a team player. Yep, that was the it's nicest fun. thing Chaos has ever said to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, how about other stats? Any other stats that you're, you strive for or you're proud of? I was very proud of the stat in Halo 3 that I killed someone with a parking cone. That was my well, favorite. Oh my goodness, you had that? <laughs> yes, I rocketed I, I a chair and a I cone had... flew and killed the man standing next to the guy I was trying to rocket. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is great. I wish I had the video. I, I just about came out of my seat. Oh, I, w I wish I had the audio of you. That probably would have been great. Yeah, I, I tend to get excited when stuff like that happens. Anybody who's played with me knows, knows the voice. I think we all probably do that from time to time. Anybody it, else with uh, their stats? Yeah, I, I always... Um, the stat I look at most, probably even more than my kill-death ratio, is my headshots. Because, you know, for years, my son telling me, you got to shoot him in the head, and it's like, no, center of mass. You know, anybody that shoots a gun knows you go for center of mass. Nope, not in games. you got to aim for yeah. the head. So <laughs> I, have, I have to point out that headshots to him all the time. You know, nice. look, look at my look at my headshots. Nice. Because I do all headshots, and I don't do the aim at the body and aim up. I only aim at heads. I'm too yeah, old. Me too. I'm too old yeah. for that moving around shit. You know? I pretty much <laughs> just aim at the head because you never, you know, if other if a bunch of people are shooting, if four people shoot at the head, they're dead in one shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, I'm saying. Um, That's probably the only other one that I look at. It probably is the only other one. Yeah. I like um. I like my uh, assist to kill ratio, and I like driving the hog. Um, oh yeah, you get a big assist in. ratio that way. Yeah, you yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. you and Babe Ruthless, Allie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Allie. Um, yeah, I don't mind going twenty plus wheelman when I don't get any kills. Mm. I don't mind that at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, okay. So at some point, everyone reaches a plateau where they experience frustration because they they're not obtaining their gaming goals anymore um any memorable campaign moments where you've gotten stuck indefinitely and couldn't move past a point in a shooter oh okay i was about to say <laughs> i know it's like portal told you, we're focusing on shooters <laughs> uh, technically portal's, portal, kind, of, portal's right? kind of a shooter yeah kind of. uh probably a lot of places Perfect. in portal not really not really okay but, fine yeah. uh <laughs> I mean, you have your ups and your down weeks. I, I've never really been known to to just like start sucking all of a sudden. Well, let's focus on matchmaking. What about um, achievements? Like, um, I don't go for achievements because um, I I'll get frustrated. Well, first of all, I want to win and I want to get a positive KD, so mm -hmm. I can't do that and go for achievements at the same time because. You know, I'm sitting back trying to get headshots or whatever, and so I'm not moving with my team. And uh, so I'm. that's one of the reasons why I don't go for achievements, because my priorities are over here doing this other thing, and I'm not good enough to do both. But uh, Sure you are, Chaos. You just don't yeah, believe in yourself. <laughs> well, I, maybe I just don't care about the achievements <laughs> enough or something. I don't know. I just never got into them that much. Um, you should try aiming fluid with me. Ooh. Doing what? You should, you should try drinking some aiming fluid with me. Oh, does that help? <laughs> I like getting um, them if they're if they're easily obtainable. If they're stupid and you got to do ridiculous things, I don't bother. You know, yeah, I'm um, not gonna. Oh my gosh, How we like the silly ones. Pistols? You know, some of the silly ones are fun. <laughs> You know, I, I enjoy getting them if I can. I'm not going to, it doesn't break my heart if I don't get one. But like, have, um, 
has anybody gotten discouraged trying to get achievements in a, in a first-person shooter? Oh, it's discouraging in the first place, you know, that, like I said, like with uh, Gears of War, there's just ones I'm not going to get because I'm not going to play it, you know, player versus player online. Um, so why bother with the rest? You know, if you can't get them all, why bother yeah. with the other ones, you know? Yeah. But, but there's just ones I'm not going to get and I don't want to. You know, I'm not going to go in there and, and do that. You know, like I said, I like the ones in Horde mode and stuff like that. And if they're fun, I enjoy getting them. And some are just like, oh, yeah, you know, seriously, 2.0. Everybody wants that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, in reference to, like, hitting a plateau in your gaming, um, have you, you know, the feeling of, of, like, trying to get better in matchmaking and you just... You hit that level where you don't feel like you can get any better in matchmaking. Oh, I've been stuck in that for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm getting any worse. Um, I think, you know, like I said, my biggest problem is the amount of people playing right that right now just puts me in against people that are better than me on the other team. So I don't think I'm getting any worse, but it doesn't feel like I'm getting any better either. I have been picking up some other weapons and getting in vehicles. But I'm not I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I've been seeing you get getting brave and hopping in the <laughs> banshee. And yeah, what she about even you? gets in my vehicle, and that's man, yep. that's dangerously suicidal. Yeah, I, 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 I get in a vehicle with somebody, and it immediately explodes. Like, see, this is why I don't get in these things. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. You got a little trigger finger. Yeah, and there's there's weapons I don't want to touch the rockets i know to shoot them at the feet and stuff like that i just never do well with them but i will pick them up to keep the other team from getting them you know oh, and i have so them might as well try them first. oh man yeah i, I would much better, rather though. see someone pick up the sniper rifle and fire full bullets at four bullets in a circle than give it to the other right team. right <laughs> yeah exactly what about you mike have you ever felt like you hit a plateau in matchmaking um you know i I play so many different first-person shooter games and bounce between them that at some point I feel that I start out with my KD is normally when I first start the game is about even. And about the time that I have stopped playing the game, I've usually ticked it up to like a one two four or one two five, which I take as incrementally always getting better at the game. It may not happen quickly. Like you say, it's a, pat- a plateau, you know, kind of a flattening effect, but it is an incline or an increase. So I chalk it up basically to the more experiences I have playing the other players, the more I learn and the better I can react to whatever situation comes across me. I like to use all the weapons because you never know when you're going to get in a situation and need a plasma <laughs> pistol. You know, it- right, right. Yeah, see, that sounds like a real positive, positive way of looking at it. What about you, Sean? Uh, have you ever felt like you hit a hit a level and you just couldn't push past it? You know, I never really think about that kind of stuff whenever I'm playing games. It, it, you just go with the flow? You probably just well, go play something else if you if it doesn't feel good, huh? Well, actually, well, kind of, but, you know, <laughs> why I play first-person shooters so much is probably because of you guys. Uh, because of, you know, I, I made friends over, over the internet through first-person shooters. I, I, I enjoyed playing with you guys, and and uh, whenever I get on, I'll I'll hop on in the day. Well, at least during the summers, not not now during college. But uh, I would hop on, and if y'all weren't on, I'd just hop back off and just go do something else. Mainly because uh, you know, whenever I started playing with you guys, I wasn't really paying attention to anything else. So hitting a plateau. I mean, if I'm not beneficial to a team, then I get really down. But 
Yeah. That usually yeah. doesn't happen. Not to toot my own horn, but I mean, <laughs> come on, Chaos, you play with me all the time. I'm usually yep. number one on, on y'all's team. Yep. Woohoo, she does recognize. And I'm last. <laughs> <laughs> and yet just as just as valuable. So uh, the way I see it and and I'll and I'll talk about that in a bit too. Um so the way I see it, the once we reach that pl- plateau, we have two choices. Right. We can repeat the same behavior over and over or we can problem solve to obtain our objective, Ooh, right? Problem solving. I love being an engineer. And like Mike was talking about uh, he'll he'll switch to a different weapon, or he'll, uh, you know, um, put his skills into other other areas. Mm-hmm. And Edie's talking about checking out other things, trying out the vehicles and stuff like that. But how many people have you watched repeat the same behavior over and over in gaming, and then like oh, in my clan, oh yeah, <laughs> lots. Well, of- I- I don't feel I'm going to get any better. I'm at a plateau. You know, I am where I am. You know, if people got better, everybody would be 4.0. You know, so that, so there is a plateau. There has to be. But I do see people repeating things that are dumb. And I, I hope <laughs> I don't do that. So that's my goal in a game, not to do stupid things. And I still occasionally do do something stupid once in a while. Heat of the moment. You know, I got to do this. But, you know, I do take cover. I do hide occasionally, stuff like that. That you don't see a lot of people do. They'll they'll run right in. They just keep running right in. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, then, and then at the end of the game, I, oh. they say, they mention names, he might listen. At <laughs> <laughs> the, the end of the game, they'll say, I felt like you were after me the whole time. Well, you kept running at me. You know, that's, that's yeah. why. Yeah, that's if you why. run at me, I'm going to try to kill you. Yeah, I'm not going to take it. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> we're not going to take it. <laughs> I was going to say, no. stop. Stopping doing stupid stuff to me is getting better. Right, right. You, you know, my dad. Uh, you know, you know. You watched. Um, you watched me play before. Uh, we did a thing, and then you went and watched to see what I did right, and what did I, what I did wrong, and gave me some tips and stuff like that. And one of the things I remember you saying that I did that you liked was I checked my corners when I go around a corner, and and I do. I always do. I try to look and make sure there's nothing in there before I run in. I, a lot of people don't do that and get no. shotgun right in the face. No, they're like they, yeah, they yeah. Have, yeah. have blinders on. They like got blinders on. They're just like one of the and then when they respawn, they go back. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. They're like, oh, get that sucker this time. And then that's, they still don't check their corners. It's <laughs> one of the things that, that upset me or, or you know, made me not want to play Battlefield. I think it might have been Battlefield 3. I was playing the campaign. And when you're going in the airplane in the very beginning, you know, the first thing that happens, some jo- guy, come, you walk through a doorway, and he grabs you from behind. It's like, now, see, if this wasn't a cutscene and I could do it, I'd have looked and saw him and he'd be dead. Yeah. You know, and it's like, <laughs> see, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have walked right in there. And it kind of pissed me off. <laughs> it's not the way yeah. I would have done it. And getting yeah. mad at those videos. Oh, yeah. I'll talk to them all. Those cutscenes. Gosh, man. Yeah. It's not like they're programmed that way. <laughs> I always tell people, check your corners. Check your corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always tell people, uh, but I always uh, tell people, yeah, this one time when I was watching all these guys' videos and I gave them all these tips, man, Edie was, you blew my mind. She took all these tips and the next time I watched the video, I couldn't believe it. It was like watching a totally different person. Well, yeah, and it, it helps to, to go watch yourself sometimes and watch what other people do also, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I, like I said, when I first started playing the game, I just ran in. I played Rumble Pit every day, ran in, and <laughs> I got I got 16 kills, but I died 17, 18 times, you know. So I try to and stick away from that. And it's helpful if somebody else watches it, and it can be really humbling. 
Like yeah. I've I've had people watch my videos and um it's hard even when I tell myself, Okay, I'm not gonna get embarrassed, you know, I do I still feel really stupid when they like <laughs> show when they're showing me stuff that I'm doing that's really stupid that I didn't even see when I was watching the video, you know, but, but oh, that uh, one I, time when you went in and better? like you woke up the grunts instead of killing them while they were sleeping, it's like chaos. You're supposed to assassinate them while they're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta watch that video again, man. That one way over there, he freaking saw me. <laughs> uh, I hadn't played it in so long. I didn't. Even yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, um, is, it is humbling to have somebody watch it because you know, <laughs> yeah. it, if you know somebody's going to watch it, you make more mistakes than you. <laughs> Especially when they're your friends and you know you're going to get shit for it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I don't mind um, shit about it though. You know, if, if I'm doing something wrong, I hope somebody tells me because yeah. I'd rather know that I'm doing it wrong than have somebody making fun of me like Mike was of Weezen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I can get Weezen because he doesn't take cover. So that is agreeable. But, and if people, uh, if you're amenable to, um, criticism, you can get better. You can, you can take right. that. You can learn that and you can totally get better. But so have you ever noticed someone who sucked really apply them? Like, have you ever witnessed? Someone who sucked really apply themselves and surprise you by getting better. Myself, yes. Uh, and anybody, I else? never thought I never thought I'd have a positive KD. I never thought that would happen because I'm, I'm just terrible. You know, my aims all <laughs> over the place, and I, and I got better. You know, and I got better with people helping me and telling me what I was doing wrong, and showing me stuff like I, you know, uh, cage depravity took me into some maps and showed me how things worked. You know, I didn't know how to even assassinate anybody or throw the grenade. And I was terrible. And I, I got better. I made myself better because I wanted to play. I enjoyed the people I played with. And I didn't want to be, oh, here she comes. We're going to lose. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know that. So I made I myself know, better. I know exactly what you're talking I didn't want to be yeah. that person either. That's awesome that he helped you out. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He's really nice to me. Helped me out a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. What about you, Mike? Have you ever seen anybody uh, anybody that you gamed with that just wasn't that good and you watched them, like, apply themselves and, and watched them get better before your eyes? He's going to say I, me, isn't he? <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I've, uh, I'm not sure that I have uh, experienced that specifically. I, I hadn't, I mean, I, I like to think everybody kind of gets better as I do. The, the, that's the way I look at it. Like, everybody's got to learn from their mistakes. Uh, but right. I to say that someone you know came back after a two week you know vacation and was just poning me on every you know around every corner. I <laughs> I, I haven't experienced that. I took me well, a lot. I I don't think it's too. I don't think it happens in two weeks. Uh, but yeah, I have worked with. Time. Yeah, I've worked with um, people on more than one occasion and um, helped to train people, and I've seen it. I've seen it more than once. I've seen it more than once. I've seen people that just. Uh, Went went on and on for a, a number of, you know, I don't even know how long they were playing for. And then um, we just helped show them some stuff and, you know, did did some training and clan training or whatever, team training here or there or whatever, and um, helped get them on the right path. Even even Allie was a negative KD when uh, when we first started doing the Monday tryhards. Really? And, um, yep. And yeah. she got yeah. her KD up to positive. I did not know positive. that. Yeah. yeah. She's good. Well, what I, what I really hate is, you know, people come on, they're new to the game, they're terrible, and two months later, they're better than me. It's like, shit, I've been doing this for a year, and it has happened, you know, and then you get I other know. people, you get other I people that come too. on, and they're terrible, then they don't want to play anymore. It's like, give yourself a chance. I mean, it took me a long time. 
we don't care. We'll play with you. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going to say exactly. you're terrible. I'm not going to play with you. Yeah. You know, as long as you're trying. But, you know, some people just give up and some people better than me in two months. <laughs> hmm. I always yeah, did that's... like that about Too Old to Play when, we, or, you know, that we're on that side is that there's a vast array of different skilled players in there. And it's always yeah. more about getting in there, you know, cracking dirty jokes in the lobbies and then, you know, the camaraderie <laughs> that you get in the combat and everything is a lot of fun. Your, your skill is. is not the greatest multiplier in getting into that club. It's, it's being friendly. That, that, that's yeah, much right. more, much more uh, palatable than having a high KD. Just to be honest with you, a lot of people with the real high KDs are not very friendly. Yeah, you don't uh, want to be yeah. there anyway. Yeah, right. I don't want yeah. to hang out with a lot of those people. They're not enjoyable. I want to enjoy my gaming, and it, yeah, that's just not worth it. That's like not a a good trade off. Is that what you call right. a tryhard? Um. Well, okay. So I I've called myself a tryhard because to me, if you try hard, you're tryhard, and I I definitely have tried hard enough to where it got me uptight. And I wasn't having as much fun because I was trying too hard, <laughs> you know. But you don't have to be a D-bag to be a try-hard. And that's my little catch line, catchphrase. That's a good catchphrase. And I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. You do not have to be a D-bag to be a try-hard. And I believe that, that everybody, if they want, um, can, can uh, up their game if they, if they you know, put, put that focus in there. And I think a lot of people give up. I think a lot of people are just yes, like, oh, man, I yeah. can't get better. And and so they just keep doing the same stuff over and over again, and no, I, or I, or give up. Yeah, I've never yeah, thought about up. it this they way. They think they suck. They they their their confidence goes down, and well that that well you don't you don't think about that stuff when you're just born good at it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but but first person shooters don't have to be different than any other game. You can problem solve and find solutions. Yeah, level level up and get perks. Uh, by gaining these things in real life, you can come uh, out from different I, angles. And yeah, I, I can't do close quarter combat. If somebody gets close to me, I'm turning in circles, and so, so I don't. I stay back and shoot, you know, stuff like that. And you need people that do that. Hmm. Some people are just better at one thing than the other, you know. Well, I'm. So I you really, find something. I'm really glad I came to this podcast, man. I'm learning so much stuff I should have probably noticed by now. <laughs> is, is your mind expanding? My mind is expanding. I, I, you know, I never really focused on stuff like this before, mainly because I've never really had, I've, in every game I've played, I've never had a negative KD. Huh. I still occasionally go negative in games, especially when, you know, when well, we got I mean, all. I mean, yeah, I'll go negative in like one or two games. I go negative yeah. all the time. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my goodness. I just. In Destiny, yeah, I've been struggling, but. Oh my goodness. I should really put more effort into being a better player, probably. Hmm. I do that in. Uh, Y'all blah, 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 blah. don't uh, play this game with me, but. um. Uh, down here in College Station, I, I have a lot of friends that play Super Smash Brothers, and I was really, really, really good at Super Smash Brothers compared to all my friends back home in Dallas. And then all of a sudden, I came here to college and uh, you know, and started playing with them, and they were all really, really good, and like kicked my butt. And I was like, okay, I don't like that. So I got better, and so I started kicking their butts, and then they started kicking my butts again, and so we all got super good at uh, playing Super Smash Brothers because we all started taking it seriously. And now, you know, um, us in College Station, we uh, we beat the living daylights out of uh, Houston, uh, not Houston, of uh, Austin 
their Super Smash Brothers team came down and challenged us to a crew battle, and we beat the tar out of them. And it was great. And I was like, wow. Your rivalry knows no bounds. Exactly. <laughs> Anna wow. versus UT. For, for those of you who aren't from Texas, that goes back a ways. <laughs> a ways. That, but that was just something, too. I, I've never thought about playing an online game and having that type of mentality for it, mainly because I never have that mentality. It's, it's other people who have told me to have that mentality, mainly because I just don't, like, like Chaos said, I don't want to be the bad person in the room. In fact, if I'm not at the at like the top one, two, or three on our team, whenever Chaos and I play, I'm usually kind of upset. So oh, me too, me too. I just have to push it to the back because I'm I'm not good enough to be at the top all the time. So I just have to push it to the back and just kind of be, you know, eat my humble pie. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I'm not last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I and I I just have to be humble a lot because I'm not good enough. But my that doesn't mean that my competitive nature doesn't want to be, you know. Right. I st- I'm always striving. I'm always striving. But uh, but let's talk about some of the things we've developed in our experiences that uh, that we take with us across the board of shooters. Like things that we've learned that make us better players that we take across the board. You know, from Halo to Gears to Call of Duty to Destiny. Um. Trigger finger. That's all I got to say. <laughs> My lightning fast reflexes chaos. That's all I need. <laughs> because I'm just so talented. <laughs> no, no, don't take but anything I say for word. Your trigger finger is not going to be nothing without awareness, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. That that is right. definitely something that has that been brought to my attention. That after after I've started to play. Uh, play video games like this, my awareness in situations and what's happening around me actually like increased exponentially. And it actually made me a better hockey player uh, when I was playing as You're talking goal- about tactical awareness. Yeah, tactical awareness. Tactical awareness, yes. yes. It, 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 it was so strange because I was playing, I was playing, I was a goalie in ice hockey. And um, the big thing about that was to understand my surroundings. And uh, that, it wasn't just that. It was baseball and, and soccer and football and basketball. But, uh, you know, um, it, it was just funny how my, my coach always brought up the fact that I was really good about knowing where other people were and what was happening. And he said, where did you learn how to do that? And I said, uh, coach, I've, my coaches throughout history have always told me that. And he goes, do you? and he said, what kind of video games do you play? And I said, what does that have to do with anything? And he oh, said, Oh, insightful coach. Yeah. And he said, I can't tell you how many times I can tell when someone who plays a game or not like religiously, but someone who's played, who at least plays a, a video game pretty darn well can, um, has better awareness because he's always about their surroundings. And I was like that, that, and I, I told him up to his face, I said, that's stupid. There's no way that's a correlation. And so he, he proved me wrong. And yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I, I, I kept telling myself that wasn't the case, but it really was. And I hated him for it. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> Why are you right? I don't want you to be right. But, you know, who wants to be wrong? <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so awareness is probably a big one for it. I really. But you have to be aware. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the thing that you need the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not a good shooter, you need to be aware. You just have to be aware. And. In games like uh, Gears and Halo, I am aware. I can see other people. Now, you get into Call of Duty and, and, and Battlefield, it's a different 
point of view or aspect ratio or something, I don't see the other people a lot in Call of Duty. Um, I played a good bit of the Modern Warfare 2, and I did all right. But every once in a while, somebody gets you, and you don't know where they are. It's like, you know, it's, it's hard to be aware when you can't see them. Hey, Lou, everybody's bright and shiny. I can see them. Look, there they are, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. But, you know, I try to figure out where everybody is, and I like to know where everybody is so I know what's going on. And that is very important. And not just situational awareness either. Like, you see options by being aware. We learn mistakes by being aware. We catch and correct those mistakes by being aware. That's the most important indicator. And mostly being aware of when you have made a mistake or when you've been had. That's when I go into (laughs) cord mode and I learn, you know, whatever that guy did to get one up on me, I'm doing that to somebody else. That's how you increase your hating. Oh, like the, the Halo 3 ninja, the jump behind. Oh, so I, oh, I yeah, do that a lot. That happened <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, not just Halo 3, but that happened to me in Halo, Halo 3. And I was like, God, dude, I got to learn how to do that. And I started doing that to other people. I was yep, like, oh, I see you, monkey, Yeah, it makes you feel good about <laughs> You're learning calling me a chimpanzee. No, no. Calling me a monkey. <laughs> it hurts my feelings. <laughs> I'm already offended. Oh, I already have a blanket under my head. I'm I'm already far in the timeout. I'm already in the dunce tent. Come on. <laughs> I'm in the dunce tent. Oh. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to start calling that now. This is my dunce tent. This is my dunce tent. Is, well, how how focused are you when you play? Uh, depends on who I am playing with. Like with you, so with y'all, you might be more focused if you're playing with more competitive people. Yes, absolutely. Like, but my my conviction is is that nobody wants to lose, nobody does. And when you get in a situation where other people are really, really good, you will take it more seriously because you don't want to lose to them. Right. Espe- especially if they're almost or just as good as you are. You will get really competitive because you do not want to lose to them. You almost sound like a tryhard. Hey, shh, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking. Well, I'm talking because the spirits and Super Smash Brothers and when I play here, because I actually play that competitively. But uh, well, not super competitive. What what am I even saying? But uh, you know, when I play with y'all, first off, I never want to lose. Second is, you know, I, I really want to be top of the pack. Whenever I play with you, whenever I play with you guys. So obviously if I'm not doing really well, I'll buckle down and I'll sit up in my, on my couch and start playing a little bit harder. But you know, if the game's going really, really easy, I'll just stay in my slump state and keep playing and making weird jokes with y'all in awkward situations. What, what about you, Mike? You're like way mellow and yet you consistently do well. Um, do you feel like you put a lot of focus into when you play or are you just kind of, going with it. I'll tell you my secret. Like I'll talk every once in a while, but I'm not a very good call out person because all I do is like categorize the call outs as I hear them (laughs) and go deal with it. I mean, that's my main uh, concern when I'm playing, you know, PVP and we're, you know, team slayer or something like that. And Rumble Pit, it's just all about yeah, killing. Yeah, because and I don't know if you'll a lot ever of people notice. Don't I, listen, right? It, well, yeah, I yeah, go silent yeah. for long, so long periods of time. And that's just me. I'm cataloging everything you say and I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm reloading so, my gun. I'll be there. Something I've tried to explain to people, because um, you probably do this and I didn't realize that until you just said that. But uh, something I try to explain to people is, is you get three, four people calling out enemy positions. You've got a mini map in your head with red dots. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. And, and especially in objectives, you know where you can go now to go toward the flag. You know where there's not enemy if you're trying to push. And that helps out a lot. That, oh, God, you're oh, not yes. kidding. Oh, my Fla- goodness. Flag strategy, uh, there, I've, I've wrote some notes down about, about flag strategy, and one of which is call-outs. Call-outs help you in flag more so than any other game, based oh, specifically on goodness, that. If you, yes. want a, if you want safe passage back, you got to take a safe route. And if you're not <laughs> listening to call-outs, that's not going to happen. Right. Right. Absolutely. I have well, to be. Um, oh, go ahead. I have to be a hundred percent focused when I play. Um, nothing else. I can't look at anything else, do anything else. You know, I play with people who are making a cup of coffee while they're playing or doing this, <laughs> that, and other. I cannot. I've got to look at that screen the whole time. I have to stare at it. <laughs> you know, or or I'll mess up. I have to. I have to be completely focused when I play. Now, when we do. You know, like Thursday night customs or something like that. I have a little fun. Don't care if I die. Oh, yeah. You know, so I don't pay nearly as much attention. Do stupid shit all the time. Y'all have on, Thursday, on Thursday night nights. Customs. Oh, we do. Uh, yeah, but you, you have yeah. to be a certain age. Uh, you have to be a certain dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the age requirement? We have 25. Friday night customs, too. Can I pose? 20, 25. I can pose as a 25-year-old. <laughs> because... <laughs> I can't. Have your birth certificate. We, we have we have too much respect for Deep to lie for you. You're just gonna have to. Wait. But uh, it's cool because you can. You know, I I like those nights because um I don't even look at my stats on those. Right. Nights. Yeah. I, don't even I look just at relax. The score. Yeah. And in fact, um, there there's such a mixed skill in there that I actually sometimes I I uh, downplay my skill because I don't want to hand it to them. You know, I like those people. I don't right, want right. to stuff it in their face. And there's so people I, I won't shoot that I'll I'll try yeah, to if just I run away from. Yeah, exactly. Unless but they're I don't coming wanna, after I don't me I don't want to humiliate them either. You know, I want to be. Right. Don't want to be like, oh, you're not even worth my bullet. Uh, it's just if I spawn by the same person five times in a row, I'm I'm not. I don't want to keep. Right. Killing. Right. And you get a spawn buddy. You always do. I always spawn by the same person every time. Yeah, it's always me it's and like, zombie kitten. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, I like shooting. You know, that's all I have to say about that. Me? <laughs> yeah, I try to. I'll bring it to you. I try not to shoot her too much. Yeah. I try not to shoot her too much. Well, she comes after me. <laughs> She'll bring it to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she's somebody who doesn't care. She's just there to play. She's just there for the shits and giggles. Yes. Yep. Well, uh, the last thing on that awareness that I wanted to to bring bring to a point is that. Um, I believe that awareness takes practice and um, like I've done some studies on the brain and for sure um, the more we practice something, our brain actually changes and, and awareness is definitely one of those things. When we bring people in and we're doing all those call outs, a lot of people will be so overwhelmed. They won't want to come play with us again because it's just too much. But um, I just think that if they did, well, I know, I know for a fact that after a while, not only do they get used to it, pretty soon they start being able to process all that information. And right. then they've got the, the mini map that we were talking about. And um, it is a beautiful thing. It's a fun actually, thing. that's what drew me to play with y'all in the first place was that y'all actually, y'all didn't make it too competitive because I don't like that whenever people aren't, I don't have fun playing with them because that's, that's what it's for. It's for recreation. And, um, you know, y'all make it so much more fun, but yet you guys will take it serious enough. You're like the, just a perfect blend. 
We want to play hard to yeah. win without being uptight. Yes. Right. We want right. to we want to play hard. And that is But we don't want to be assholes. That is so <laughs> hard to come by. We'll yeah, get a couple of people once it in a is. while that'll say why are we losing or or this that and the other I say we're here for fun. You know, cuz it, it just makes the people that are lower, you know, feel bad. And yeah. I don't want anybody to feel bad. I want to keep coming I don't back either. and having I'll, fun. But every once in a while, chase say, those people off. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, why are why, you know, why are we losing? It's like we're here to have fun. Let's just yeah, you know, let's just shoot people and let's do it. <laughs> people that get snarky have a tendency to like I'm. I try to be laid back and mellow to everybody, but people that come in and get all snarky, I have a tendency to get snarky right back. And yeah, yeah. I, I have a special patch of tea bag, especially for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh um, my goodness, Mike. Well, that was um, hilarious. <laughs> after awareness comes contemplation, right? And we've already talked about that. We, contemplation. Um, yeah, the way that we... So you've got your awareness, right? right? So you're aware you made a mistake. Uh-huh. But the only way that you can fix that mistake is if you contemplate what exactly happened and where you can go from that, right? Theater so, helps with it. Exactly. But some people do this without thinking. It's just second nature. Um, like chaos? It, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to stop and think about stuff. Really? I really do. And yeah. And uh, so... I was wondering how much effort everyone else puts into troubleshooting how how good they are, but I, I kind of have a feel for that um, just with us talking. Um, do and and we've been talking about other people too. The next thing I had on here was was asking how how many people you know would be better teammates if they just stopped and realized that when they went running out into the open toward a field of Timmies, we already covered this too. They're not a going lot, to be yeah. successful in their endeavor. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. And and I just, you know, if anyone's listening to this, I just, and you recognize that in yourself, I just want to instill upon you that there is another way and that it's possible to get out of that. It's a rut. It's yeah. a bad habit is what it is. All it is is a bad habit. It doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean you're a bad kid. Uh, there's so many things that you can do to make yourself a better player if you care. Because, you know, there's that casual gaming where you, you might just want to, Hop on after a day of hard work and you don't care about any of this. You don't care if you suck. You don't care. You know, you just want to play. It seems like some of the people we play with, they don't want us telling them, you know, to take the top hill. They don't want to play with the team. They just want to, like, run and shoot and do whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. um, which is frustrating. But some of them are just, they're, you know, they're just part of the gang. You can't kick them to the curb. <laughs> well, I have an idea for a project to that note. When the Master Chief Collection comes out, I'd like to uh, go back and look at some of our gameplay when we get together and play. And I think we should suggest to each other something we might want to change and then record the outcome when we try and make the tweaks to make it happen. And uh, oh, discuss it in the show. I absolutely love Oh, that, that sounds idea. like a really good idea because yeah. I'm totally going to get that game. Ah, so excited. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm even taking off work to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Colin sick. Yeah, me too. So, so uh, we can. Okay, so so I wanted to eventually get to some strategy stuff. Like Mike said, he had a list. Um, I'm just going to move on down my line here. Um, I talked about awareness, contemplation, um, and then we can focus on skill. Right? We get better by doing. And and Sean already talked. You you've never been in a clan, Sean, where you did team practices or uh, absolutely first not. person shooter. <laughs> absolutely not, and not not even um, uh, 
in, in other games I played. Mainly, we just kind of played it in we just kept playing against each other and we, we never, I've never done a team practice. In fact, I, I, I don't know why some people would do that. I just, I don't take the game serious enough for that. But, but see, now here's what I, well, I guess if, like I said, if you're already good at something in, in you, you feel good at where you're at, you're not going to necessarily want to do that. Well, I mean, if um, all of y'all started becoming like, for KD spread, then yeah, I totally. If you started would. getting bumped to the bottom of the, oh, I'm not going to uh, try that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if that happened, then I would start playing more, more serious. Got it. But got it. But got it. I'm See, not. so now we know. Back to the top of when I started the the show. Now we know what some of your motivations are in games, mm. uh, in first person shooters. Anyway, it's not so much the achievements and the the other stuff. It's more of that competitive camaraderie going on well that's I, what gets you going yeah I, not, I, i'm not capping on it it's yeah not a bad thing i just <laughs> I, I really wanted to be that guy who's like whenever you come into the game you're like oh great this guy's here i, I really like that <laughs> it's hard <laughs> not to like that <laughs> <laughs> i've been on some uh teams and we've done some training and and i've learned a lot um i think the best part of it is not so much what i'm doing is it's learning the map you know, not how you're shooting and do that, but mm-hmm. learning the map and the call outs. And we, you know, we went over like a, a first strategy, what you want to do first as soon as the game starts. And it helps to know that. It helps to know what you need to do first. Then after that, you know, it gets a little more relaxed. Now, after saying that, I learned a lot, got a lot better. I'll never be on one again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's like you're with these people all the time and there'll be some arguments and not getting along, and that happens a good bit, a lot of them just aren't grown up enough to to get over it. You know, It's it's hard to find a good balance. Yeah, I don't dismiss my family because we had an argument. Deal with it. You know, it's just you got to find the right people. I think most people I play with now, you can get in an argument with them, they're getting on your nerves or whatever, and you're fine the next week. You know, when you get on a team, that'll become a lot of arguing and not getting along. (laughs) Because People do some irritating things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, yeah I, it's like they become roommates. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's, like, it's hard. It's, it's like hard it to have somebody telling you what to, to do. Yeah, you know, it's a little yeah, hard, hard to have somebody telling you what to do. You know, and it's like, well, I don't want to do that. You know, there's things that I just don't want to do. Yeah, I'd like to learn how to do it, but when we actually play the game, I don't want to do that. You know, so it's just, there's some clashing going on with it. And, yeah. you know, like I said, I was on some team training and I enjoyed it. And I learned a lot, but I don't know if I could do it again and put up with that stress. Yeah, it does get stressful. Oh, it does. It? You don't want to get in the yeah. argument. Other people argument. And this is going on. He said, she said, and wow. <laughs> yeah. And even um, the most recent when I was doing the, the Monday tryhards, um, just uh, the more focused you get and the more tryhardy you get, then it, it's hard to go back to casual gameplay. It's hard to go back to playing those pe- with those people that run out in the open because now you've got a taste of what it's like when you're running like a well, well-oiled machine. And yeah, so I, I, I yeah, caught myself it's not as, it's not as being snarky yeah. toward my friends because I'm like, yeah. you know, like, what the frick are you doing? You know, I mean, I didn't say it like that, but that's what I was feeling. And it just didn't feel good. It wasn't fun. So I, don't know, I, I joined. You invited me to that. I joined one of them and I didn't have any problem with anybody there. And I thought it was probably a good mix of people, but I just, I cannot play with Red. I love him. 
He's nice. He's really friendly, but my God, he brings in a whole different killer. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. But you know what? Oh, red, After playing red with Red, like he I probably, can, he I probably can... thinks I'm retarded because people no, show that are no. his skill level and they're just killing me. No, nope. killing nope. me. He's killing me. He's <laughs> But I can play with Red for three months. If he came back to Halo right now, I could play with him for three months, get my ass handed to me, and and I would be twice the slayer I am right this second because because of that. Because it puts me under fire and, you know, forged under fire. Um, every single time I, I, I go and I play with him, I, I, I don't mind a beating that it's like, like I said, coaches, it's not the, um, it's not, I do not look at the KD because I, I can't get beat. It's because I don't like being griefed. And, right. and usually when they have those really high KDs, it's the laggiest shit in games. Good God. I cannot stand lag. Usually because it's going to rip my eyebrows out. Whenever you get to that high level, especially where red is, you'll um you'll run into people that uh mod, not really mod the game, but find out little chinks in the game. Exactly. And that, they're, they're doing some kind of stand buying stuff, or yeah, maybe that gets so annoying because I run into yeah. that all the time, and I didn't know about it for a while. That's what. That's why I'm looking at their stats, because their stats are an indication that that garbage is happening. Yeah. Yeah, when, you, would... when you bridge your MAC address with another one, it does bad things to network code. Bad things. And that's oftentimes one of the ways you talk about like a standby mode. That's one exemplary way to uh, make it seem that you are in a different place than you appear in the game. Yeah. Right, right. I didn't even know about that until Chaos pointed it out because uh, now that you mentioned slums, I was I was in a really bad slum for a while where everybody kept killing me, and I noticed a trend that was happening was I kept missing, and I was like, I never miss. But um, yeah, and you brought that up, and then I was playing the next day, and the same thing happened again. I was like, okay, something's going. On. Chaos told me about this, and so now I've I've caught I've caught on to stuff like that before. And I've, I've learned to work around it, especially as, is like when a game starts, they'll get me the first two times, but then I get used to how they're playing and I'm usually able to get them after that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you, you told me about that plateau chaos. That was one time I got in a plateau where that, that kept happening and I had no idea what was going on until you pointed that out. And, uh, yeah, you, you get, you get a lot of those, especially when you're playing a reds level. Well, um, now we talked about not doing the team training, but I, I do want to get back to that because some okay, of the people yeah, listening, yeah. um, they might, they, they could benefit from it. And there has definitely been times in my life, like team training definitely had a big, huge part in me getting to the gamer that I am today. And, uh, I was, uh, um, so I, I said that training is like an RPG, um, in a way, like, you know, you can train and you can, you can, level up and stuff you know but if if training is the rpg of of first person shooters team training like brings it to a new level and let's face it there's only so far you can go with strategy without a team and you know we work together as a team without without uh kind of without trying we've got we've got a wisdom thing going you know but other people, they, they need to game with people to try to work with them and grow on their understanding of team tr- strategy. And, um, and so, um, I, mean, I just want to encourage people to do that. It, there's, there's a lot of clans out there. Just find people that, um, that are similar to you. And, 
And and like Edie and I were talking about, you know, if if you get to where you're just not getting along, like don't get too attached. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, find people that are just, you know, similar personality and try to have fun with it and don't uh don't get too involved cuz a lot of a lot of them are they're just into control and there's a lot of weird little well idiosyncrasies going on. It's it's things like that that actually keep a game going for so long or those type those types of people in its community. Uh I think the best example of what Chaos is talking about is have y'all played uh Team Fortress 2? Yes. Yes, that that is basically everything you were just talking about. The reason that people are so good at that game and the reason that it's still going strong is because it has so many people that all play on the same team and all practice together and all play at times and that is a great game. I love that game. And um you know, there's a lot of people that do, and it, it's highly competitive and it's highly cooperative. And when you get, especially in Halo, when you get that high cooperative and that uh, that high competitive with your with your teammates, it, it's something that you know you really can't get anywhere, you know, just by casual gaming, because it it, it to be honest, it it actually makes the game funner, more competitive. Exactly. That, that's the kind of stuff we funner, were talking about. That's more the, fun. fun. It is funner. It's funner. Funner. I, I play with a, a good many people that I've done no team training with, and just playing with them so long. I know oh, yeah. where they are. Yeah, I know yeah, what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. You know. And that that's that involves chemistry, like chaos and yeah. I. Hopefully, chaos and I have good chemistry because whenever I'm playing, I know that she wants to go for the sniper rifle and the banshee. So whenever a sniper <laughs> rifle comes up, I'm like I, chaos. I'm not sniper. really a banshee play, player. I only go for it when other people aren't yeah. going for it. And right. I've only just recent, like like Edie and the rocket launcher. Um, I've only just started grabbing that banshee, really. Yeah. But I know you always want to go for the sniper rifle. Uh, and again, only if somebody's in the room that's not a. Uh... That's true. Because. Um, if there's someone in the room that I know grabs the sniper rifle, I do something else. I'm actually one of them versatile. I'm one of them versatile it's, players. It, I put myself where I'm the most useful. It's either the it sniper is. or the warthog in most cases. And the driver of the warthog or, or the, the sniper. BR. No, or no, no, the, no, 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 no. Or the. I go for nothing. <laughs> I just run and shoot. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you, you what my friends call themselves whenever they play with me. Uh, there was a friend of mine, friends of mine who played with me. They called themselves the Meat Shields because <laughs> I would, whenever I played with them, I had like forty something kills in one match because, and they had like five, and so they they called themselves the Meat Shields. They had, a lot of they had they had quite a bit of deaths and quite a bit of assists, but I had all the kills. It was ridiculous, and they can they can contest to it. It happens a lot whenever I play with them, but they enjoy it. So they enjoyed being me chilled. So just anybody out there that ha- you know that doesn't have this, what we're talking about, just find a team pra- to and to practice and run drills with. And if you can't find a team, advertise for one or just start one up. Or send us a friend invite and start playing with us. Yeah, can- yeah. Come come to Halo Diehards and introduce yourself and yeah, let's get some games in. Um. So kids in the kids in the sixteen twenty three age range are going to have the fastest reflexes. Um, hey, you can never <laughs> stop becoming a better player. There are always going to be areas you can improve on. Uh, back to that plateau where your skill sort of caps off, especially if you're past the twenty three age. Hey, you got you got wisdom, hey, right? You got the wisdom. You start getting the wisdom. Um, 
we're limited by our brains, the quality of our internet. We can always learn to up our game. Um, what are some skills that we've gained we can attribute to wisdom? I'm not, I'm not post-23, so I'm going to stay out of this conversation because <laughs> I'm not old enough to go to the you're, die You're the, still relying on your lightning fast reflexes. Apparently, I'm not old enough to so, go to the too old to play. If I had to rely on something on wisdom after playing Halo since Halo 1 with all of my friends doing uh, you know Team Slayer and various types of Slayer, uh, don't chase. That's what mm-hmm. I've learned from wisdom. Yeah. Do yeah. not chase. Yeah. I get more kills from people chasing me down a hallway than I, I care to admit. I make money off of it. That's my peril of wisdom. Thank you. (laughs) um, I would clap, but it would probably be too loud. Yeah. Being aware. Uh, Yeah, being aware. Being aware, yeah. That's good. Well, I mean, it's Knowing when to step out, too. You know, don't stand there and get shot. You know, take some cover. I will say the older people get, the better they are working with other people. And that just come that alone, that quality alone just comes with age. So I, that's probably why I like playing with all the people who are too old to play. It's because they work really well with me and they're all really, really nice. So they tend to get nicer and they tend to work better together. Not, not really better, but, but like more understanding, if that makes sense. And I think, you know, the, it gets, it's more fun. You know, we have fun, um, and when you're having fun, you're not so tense about the game. You relax a little bit, and it just makes it go better. Mm-hmm. You get all tensed up, and it just it just makes you do horrible. You know, um, well, I think plus being if you relaxed, start berating your teammates, they're not going to do very well either. Right, right. Yeah, chaos. Stop berating us. <laughs> well, um, okay. So, Mike, um, you said you had a. Uh, a list there with some strategy types, just strategy type stuff on there. <laughs> you want to, you want to take a lead in, um, I guess I could do that. Uh, basically, uh, the notes I took down were for any halo game and that's all the halo games. The most important thing you can do is team shoot. It'll trump any skill. Yes. It'll trump any mm. KD. It'll trump Absolutely. anything. Provided your four team members can shoot the same person at the same time, they cannot win. B, aggravating the flag return. That is a very important <laughs> strategy that I wrote down. Um, I touched on it earlier talking about callouts. When you grab the flag and you're running back through, say, Valhalla, and people are saying, hey, there's a sniper at Pelican, where are you going to take that flag? You're going to go through the water cave. Okay. So the other thing to that, right. The other thing to that is your teammates that have gone in with you to get the flag. It is then becomes their job to aggravate everyone on that side of the spawn, not kill them, just aggravate them. And what that'll do is they'll keep the battle at their base while the flag carrier can go away. Absolutely. I love it when people do that. And also, if you cap the flag, there's one right there for somebody else to pick up. Absolutely. That's great. Um, some other things that come into it is when you hear call-outs about things like rockets and someone's camping a sniper, you have to take care of that, even if it means it's going to scratch your your shiny new KD. Um, a sniper and, you know, those people with the power weapons, you know, you can complain about them all you want, but until you do something about them, you're not going to achieve your objective. So those guys have to go. Uh, same with vehicles. You always want to pay attention to vehicles, and those take top priority to any teammate that's on the you know top rocks of Valhalla. The warthog that's coming around through the creek is your top priority always. Now you're talking about. Now, do you have more priorities there on your list? 
not for Halo. I've got some for BF4, but it's kind of similar. <laughs> well, let me just stop. Let's stop for one second there and just talk about uh, talk about priorities because um, this is something that I see a lot of people have trouble with. Uh, a whole team getting on the same page, you know? Because a lot of times people, there will be a sniper, let's say on Valhalla, okay? There's that sniper behind their base up on the cliff, and he's picking our guys up on top, off on top mid. And uh, let's say we got a guy in the mech, right? And the guy in the mech could just lob one little bomb over there and knock the little sucker off. But it, it's like the mech dude isn't listening. Like, we keep saying, dude, the sniper dude, the sniper dude. And it's like people aren't prioritizing what the the major, the objective within the objective, let's say. Like, forget about the flag. We can't even get the flag because... Until we take is... out this damn sniper, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's part of the wisdom that uh, I was talking about, you know. Let's say, so what? You have maxed out how good you are. Um, don't get despondent. Don't decide you suck at Halo. Start looking at the ways you can make yourself useful. You know, start looking at these other things. That, that's what I was trying to get at with all this rest of this conversation that we were talking about. So, uh, carry on. <laughs> yeah, other than that, it, and then you switch over to BO, BF4. The other strategies that come with that is you take into account the fact that people can carry added ammo. Uh, you've got the medics running around reviving people. That's very important with that particular type of shooter that's squad-based because you always are going to need backup. You can't do it by yourself. Um, and then I have written here, rockets, rockets, rockets. Like, unless you have an engineer on your squad, you are not going to win. There are so many vehicles in Battlefield 4 that you have got to take them out or they will just run all over you. Well, and you were talking about, um, you know, engineers and all that stuff in Battlefield 4. And, and playing Destiny, uh, you know, there there's a lot of similarities. Yes, very utilitarian. There. You're correct. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the support. Um, yes abilities that are coming in here like that bubble just started really coming to the forefront um what what class has the bubble titan titan the subclass of the titan the defender it's called the defender yeah now can everybody drop the the little orbs or is that just the titan no the titan can drop more orbs if he's got the defender class like Why, why is the the titan like such a how well, come he's so cool? Well, it's the defender class. I mean, it it sucks whenever you're trying to kill something, and it's, you know, it really does suck in PVE. But uh, in PvP, uh, when you drop that, when you drop the uh, Ward of Dawn, that's what it's called. Um, whenever it, you can put different perks on it, but one of the ones I had was every time I get a melee kill, um, while that thing was active, or get a kill in general, it would shoot out another orb of light and you know when everybody on your team is running hunters with blade dancer that comes in handy because if they all have blade dancer at the ready they're going to be wiping out people especially on dominate uh, you know the dominion modes but uh or what is it called control it's called control control that that announcer <laughs> dude, that, that announcer guy just needs to shut up for a while <laughs> and fight harder but uh yeah, so it, it's just it, it's just a, a subclass that's good at helping other people. And, you know, it sucks whenever you're by yourself, but when you're with a lot of people that you enjoy playing with and can talk to pretty well, it becomes almost, it becomes un, invaluable. I just wish you could shoot through it. 
That is my one complaint about that thing. You need to be able to shoot through it if, if, if you're the one who put it down. I mean, come on. Uh, I, well, that's that's the weakness in the strength. Yeah. I mean, you got it. It's too powerful, especially because it, you get beefed up when you're in there, and so um, they can't even come get you unless they've got Blade Dancer. Oh, Blade Dancer can get you. Well, everybody, uh, it's just you, like you rock can paper walk scissors, that man. And drop your super and kill anybody yeah, that's yeah. inside that. Okay, that happens all the time, which is why okay. you should in fact, be able I take to shoot great out pleasure you. in doing that and usually dance over their vaporized corpse. Does I hate it, you so much, Does it kill the bubble? Does it? Does it kill the bubble, though? No. Oh, yeah. If that person dies, I believe it takes that bubble out immediately. Well, no, no, no. Oh, but okay. I didn't say I didn't say does if the person dies. So so basically, if you do your super in the bubble, the bubble could contain the super and you could be outside the bubble? Potentially, yes. If you time it right. I have had people jump out on me. And yes, it will be contained within the bubble. It won't escape it. Like, it's a one awesome. Yeah, no, it's not. It's a, if there's three <laughs> people in a bubble awesome. and you drop your super in there, you're getting a lot of blinking rewards on the screen. Let me tell you, it, yeah. it, you can't even see the the enemies through all the <laughs> banners that pop up on your screen. Yeah, that's, well, the the so Titan much, is <laughs> is a little op. Actually, they're all op. So it it all is like Agreed. rock paper scissors. That 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 freaking dancing. Slicey dude if, if they drives me the, crazy. If the, if, yeah, if they're going to nerf the Blade Dancer and I have to take a nerf to my super as a Titan because of that, I'm good with that. I shoot people mostly anyway. I just use a super when I get cornered or in a situation yeah. like that. You know, where they're, everybody's well, the bl- the up. blink teleport is the best thing for the Blade Dancer. And and then now I'm not using it. So, uh, But I, one of the things that is irritating to me the most is when you fly up in the air... And then the Titan Fist kills you anyway. I don't think if I'm as high as I can fly, that a Titan Fist on the ground should be killing me. But, you know, whatever. I think if well, you're a hunter that's using Blade Dancer, you should probably deserve to die. So The, I mean, the blast radius on that is <laughs> semi spherical, So it goes up, down, left, and right. I mean, it goes yeah. all different directions. Yeah. And if you get the upgrade for it, it sends a shockwave that goes out like 20 feet. Forward, correct. And, yeah. But it only goes the direction that you're facing. That forward. is definitely true, but that thing is pretty darn... That, yeah. that does, that's so satisfying. It's fun to watch that wave go across around and just blink, 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 start disappearing. <laughs> <enemies>. Yes. <laughs> it's very satisfying. Well, including Destiny, just to wrap this uh, outline I got here up, what do you do in those games where you're getting totally pwned? Drink more. Is anybody else going to respond? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm outside. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, huh. What do I do? Probably wallow in self-pity. I'll pay attention and figure out what's going on that's causing it and try to do something different. Hey, uh, I, I'm with you on that. I'll kind of give myself a double check because I, I can be guilty of the person that runs into the cave over and over again, yep. just knowing I'm going to get that guy this time. And no, uh, Mike, I, I'll you, usually you check that take out. Another drink. <laughs> take a drink and that, run into that, the I've heard, I said that before, too. The aiming fluid. If you can't aim, maybe your aiming fluid is low. <laughs> Now, I, I do believe that first-person shooters is part head game, and I can get, like, flustered, and it can totally throw me off my game. Lack of confidence can totally mess with my aim. Um, and, uh, but sometimes, when I'm, when I'm, when my head's in the right place, um, in the games where I'm totally getting pwned, I'll try to, um, focus on practice. I'll try to practice staying focused under pressure. 
because again, it's practice. And the more you practice at it, the better you'll get. And I have noticed that in myself. Um, make it a drill. Forget about the score. You know, just practice, stay focused, and you'll get better at it. And this is, this is more, you know, I'm getting back to the try hard stuff because I'm trying to, I'm, uh, we're just wrapping this up here. Um, what do you think about tryhards, trolls, and flamers? Excuse me? What? (laughs) (laughs) Tryhards, trolls. Okay, so you're in the lobby. You don't have it on team and party. And in, you're in Halo. And someone on the other team is just talking smack. Mute. Does it, if you listen to it, will it mess up your game? Absolutely not. That guy can just, uh, in fact, that gives me more and more anger. And I'm, the last thing you want to do is to make me angry at that person because it will make me really want to kill them. And when that happens, they're <laughs> going to die no matter I how good they anger are. Anger made me more focused, but it does not. It doesn't see, do I, that. I'm with no, Kogs no. on that one. It definitely makes me more yeah, it, it, yeah. You, I just you don't feel sorry for them. They don't have anything better to do than, you know, get Freak on there. people on people. the internet. Yeah. 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 I just feel sorry for them. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't change my game. I have it always have it on you know team and party, so I don't hear them. But I, I occasionally get you know people on another team that'll send me a nice note. I got one yeah. last last night where um I didn't look at it till the next day, you know, because I don't. I I assume most of the time it was one of the DH uh, G guys. Yeah. And I I assumed he was sending me an invite. Cause they're always you know trying to get people to join them. So I just assumed it was that. And it was like you went ten and zero, nice. And I was like I just wrote oh, back cool. thanks, you know. Uh-huh. Cool. So you get some nice people too, and and I've occasionally gotten in and played with people on my team that were nice and were doing call outs, and I, I don't don't hear the trolls and flamers very much. I have it on team and party. I think I play with the trolls and the flamers. Oh yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, nothing pisses me off worse than a random that's messing <laughs> with me because he wants the sniper. Oh my god. Or he just wants attention. Good god. Well, yeah. um. Yeah. So if anybody out there is like me and they and they can get discouraged or they can get frustrated or whatever by these people, I just want to say don't listen to them. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. <laughs> Surround yourself with people you have fun with. People right. who like you. Ignore everybody. <laughs> Sean. Ignore everybody who I'm wants sorry, to get you I'm down. Kidding. They obviously have personal problems of their own. Just feel sorry for them. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chaos. That was me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever gamed so hard you were losing fun? No. <laughs> I don't so think I've I got, have. <clears throat> I've got a little bit of the uptight gene, and I definitely have done that. What about you, coaches? Uh, I'm sorry. Give me a minute. I'm still, <laughs> okay, I'm still so getting my, over you're that. You're mellow. You and Edie are real mellow. Have you ever gamed so hard you were losing the fun? No. If I get to the point where I don't think I'm going to have fun anymore, I usually stop. I don't get to the point where I get angry with it. I'll be ditto with that on mic. Right, right. I think sometimes I just get so driven I can't stop. I just want to, like, achieve whatever. I'm not even sure what it is. Just sometimes maybe I want to get that good game or maybe I just am trying to, you know... Get, maybe it's a bad night and I just want to have those good games and so I stick with it or something and then I just stick, stick with it. But, um, I just, so because of that, it's another thing. I just want to impart my bad experience, wisdom to <laughs> any listeners out there. If the level you are gaming at 
If you are gaming and you're trying to accomplish it's stressing you out, pull back to the next level down. Hang there a while. I know this from yeah. experience. This is my wisdom. I'm sharing my wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Maybe job, you'll James. find maybe you'll find that you are happy there and that is where you get the most enjoyment. Mm. Because, you know, the alternative is sucky game time. Plus your friends don't really like being around you when you're like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can pretty yeah. much guarantee it. Um yeah, we have, so, we've all been there, Chaos. I, I play the games uh, to have what? fun. And if I'm not having fun, I just won't play that night or if I'm in a bad mood or something like that. Just not gonna do it. You know? Um, I'm there for I, the for the fun. Yeah. I like Eddie's disposition. Coaches that if I were being a bitch online, people <laughs> would let me know so that I could, you know, change my behavior. No, okay. I'll but I try really hard. Laugh. I care about people. I care about people. I really try to control. You get attached. Life. You get attached to the people you play with. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know. Hence what we're do. doing here, like, right? Yeah, and that's why I said you get some bickering and some carrying on, but we all come back in the end. You know, the important ones anyway. Mm. Yep. So how was our strategy strategy? Did we leave anything out? I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I think we went over everything. We went over everything. Everything. I am am content with the curriculum that we have just covered, yes. Right on. Yay, verily. Well, um, I would like to thank EDK again for taking over Halo Die Hard's screenshot of the week. You can submit screenshots to her by posting a link in our creatives corner. You'll find the thread in there or sending her a message. And uh, welcome to our new writer, Corcoran117, to our news team. Any other aspiring writers and collaborators out there interested in helping us help you stay informed and entertained, come talk to me at the HaloDieHards.net forums. Also, we're interested to hear if you guys would like us to cover any subjects here on the podcast. Yeah. Some suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. Give us some suggestions. Let us know what you want to hear. Um... So let us know in the podcast post comments on the site or just come say hi, you know, post it in the chat box or tweet us. Uh, I don't have a Twitter. Well, go make one. (laughs) Not you. It's so easy. It's so easy. Don't tweet me. Uh, So thank you guys, co-hosts, Mike, Edie, coaches. You gave me a great laugh, Chaos. I'm going to remember that for a long, long time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you all you listeners out there. Catch you in a couple of weeks uh, for episode four of the Halo Diehards Stratocast. No prisoners. Thank you.